Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you'd like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Well, friend, we're back on a Sunday afternoon looking out at the frozen North Platte River. And if we're coming at you on Sunday afternoon, it can only mean one thing. It's Tuesdays with Tata. Apparently. <laughs> I'm here with my main man, Dennis McDonald, known the worldwide now as Tata. How you doing, Tata? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. It's good to see you today. It's good to be here. It's funny I say good that because I noticed. see you every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, good to be no- it's good to be noticed, though. It is. Thanks for noticing me, Eeyore yeah. would say. <clears throat> well, it's almost Christmas, Tata. Yes. I, I'm looking at my calendar. Seven days. That's stunning. Seven days from today is Christmas. We were running out the clock on 2022, and I am certain, I'm not certain of many things in life, but I am certain that you have an interesting topic for us to talk about today, Tata. <laughs> well, uh, I, I don't know. It, it came to me some time ago, but uh, I, wanted, I wanted us to look at uh, a verse in uh, Philippians 2.12, and I'll give you just a minute to get to that if you're, in, if you're scanning that uh, and read, reading along with us. But it's a... Uh, uh, it, it's it's a, a letter that, that that we should read often. It's a letter of encouragement. It's a letter of love. It's a love a letter of joy, and, and it's a letter that uh, uh, would suggest that we need to look at ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. But but thinking about thinking about that, you need to think about the city of Philippi itself, which was named after Alexander the Great's father mm. in Macedonia. Yes. Um, but it was on an important route to from the east, a trading route from the east to the, to Rome. So it was an important city. In fact, as it was designated as a Roman colony, and so the citizens were granted an unusual status. They could own land. They could sell land. That's right. They could enter into negotiations. And they could also appear in court if they wanted to in civil law, in civil court. Wow! So they had a status that a very few people in the, in the in the Roman world had at that time. Yeah. Except unless you were a Roman citizen. Right. So they they were accepted, and so you would you would automatically you would see that it was a, a diverse culture. Mm. So there's all kinds of people there because it was a commercial city. A trade route. Yeah. A trade route. And it was uh, there were people of, of, of every ethnic uh, uh, and uh, all the races of the people represented there, as, as well as the uh, social standing and economic standing. 
So, but, but in Philippians 2.12, Paul says an interesting thing that I think many times that we want to take out of context because we want, we want to do something. And I, and I, brought, a, I brought this T-shirt along with me because I wanted to show you this. <laughs> and, and it's a T-shirt that I received at a gym that I was a member of years ago. In fact, is I don't even think it was a Spectrum gym, and I don't think it even exists anymore. And this, wow. this was in San Antonio. But on the front of it says, don't live to work out. And on the back of it, it says, work out to live. <laughs> Don't so, live to work out, work out to live. So what does that say? That requires some personal effort. Mm-hmm. That means that you have to think about it. That's right. So if you, you have to examine yourself. And so this was what Paul was suggesting to them. But Paul, the, the, the verse that I wanted to share with you is in Philippians 2.12. And if you take it out of context, it might mean something else to, some different, to different people. But read the whole verse. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now not only in my presence, but much more in my absence. Because at this time, Paul was in prison. And apparently, uh, we can conclude that he was probably in Rome and he was incarcerated or under house arrest. Because he refers to, in other, other books, he refers to the Praetorian Guard, which was the personal bodyguard of Caesar himself. Mm. So, and so the, the, the gospel was being spread throughout the whole known world at that time. But remember, this, this, the place in Philippi that Paul went to, that's where he received, he had a vision of a man calling him, come over to Macedonia and help us. The Macedonian call, that's right. So, and so that was, but he is, Paul, that church was established by Paul. And so he had a special affinity for them. But it, now he's writing to them because he can't personally visit. Now, he suggests that he's going to try to. Yeah. And, and, and apparently Timothy is with him. And maybe a, a, a Papaditis, I, I'm not sure. But some of, those, some of those people that had worked in that development of that church were with Paul and, and visiting with him in prison. And the, the, the church in Philippi had supported Paul. They had helped him in his work. Financially, yeah. Even though he did not ask them for that, yep. he did not ask for that anywhere. Yeah. In fact, as he makes comment that in many places that he did not ask anyone, but he provided for himself. Yeah. By trade, he was a tent maker. A tent maker. Yeah. And so he was able to provide, make a make a make a living for himself as well as spread, spread the gospel. But even though he was worthy of being supported by the people that, that yep. he worked with, yeah. But he never asked them. Yeah, the Bible says don't muzzle an ox while he treads out the grain. That's right. That's, that's why you right. can pay preachers, right? <laughs> that's right. But therefore, and I'll read this again. Therefore, my, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now not only in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So if you think about that just a minute, does that mean... That the, the, the onus of our own salvation falls on us? That no. are we required to do something? He recall, look right there, he does not say, work for your salvation. No. He says, work it out. And, 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 and to think about the work, look over in chapter 1 and verse 6, and I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring, that began a good work in you, will bring it to to completion in the, at the day of Jesus Christ. 
So, so the work is not, is not in, it's a work of God in us. But it still requires that we, 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 we pay attention, that we obey, that we, that we rely on God. But so the whole, the whole point that I wanted to make is, it is not that we're working for something, but we're working for, we're working to. It's not, it's not, it's not up to us. Working because of. That's right. Yeah. It's not, it's not part of, it, it's not our work. It's God's work. And so what we have a tendency, and as, as, as I think about where we're trying to go in, in this month, that we that we are we're examining ourselves and, and making decisions about ourselves, and and and, and we're in a in a month of of a, a dry month, I think yeah. as, as it's referred to. That that we we take a look at what the things that God is doing, and we think a look at take a look at what the things that we're doing yeah. that would hinder God's work. Let me uh, let me read you Philippians two, nine through twelve. And 13 in the message. So just to get another take on it. Okay. Because of that obedience, God lifted him high and honored him far beyond anyone or anything ever, so that all created beings in heaven and on earth, even those long dead and buried, will bow and worship before this Jesus Christ and call out in praise that he is the master of all to the glorious honor of God the Father. Here's 12. What I'm getting at, friends, is that you should simply keep doing what you've been doing from the beginning. When I was living among you, you lived in responsive obedience. Now that I'm separated from you, keep it up. Better yet, redouble your efforts. Be energetic in your life of salvation, right. reverent and sensitive before God. That energy is God's energy, an energy deep within you. God himself willing and working at what will give him the most pleasure. That's right. Well, and think about, think about how the people must have felt about themselves living in this city. They were, they were treated like, like they, they were not treated like property or they were not treated like captives or they're not treated like a conquered nation. But so what that, what, what that might cause is some arrogance. Yeah. They look at us. We're doing well. We're special. Yeah. yeah. We're doing special. And think about, even though the church may have been, it was, you know, Lydia was probably uh, was a member of that church, and so was the Philippian jailer. And maybe even the, the young girl who was going, following Paul, talking about, and talking about evil spirits, and she was used by the silversmiths mm-hmm. um, for, the, for their gain, but she, was, she had prophetic ability. Yep. And, but she had a demon. And so Paul cast out the demons. And that, that interfered in their work, their silversmith's work. Yep. But so it all settles down to this. We have to, we have to look at ourselves. So we have to examine ourselves and ask ourselves very simple questions. Who am I following? Yeah. What am I doing? What is keeping me from honoring God? When people look at me, do they see God or do they see, they see me? And, because, and, and that's where we have to be very, very, very diligent in our work. And, and that's what I think Paul means by work, it out, work out your own salvation in fear and in trembling. Because one of the things that, that, that another verse, and I think another, this in verse 10 of chapter 2, 
so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord yep. to the glory of God the Father. Yeah. No matter where, what, where we are and no matter what we're doing and you know what part of the universe we're in, everyone is going to do that. That's right. We're going to honor God and, and we'll bring glory to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, but we will honor God. Yeah. So looking at being mindful of it, just like this t-shirt, work out to live. Yeah. Work out to live. Yeah. And how are we going to live? See, this, they, this gym even has some theology, if you think about it a minute. It does. It does. I love the t-shirt. And this reminds me that I, I took a class in college. I went to Oklahoma Christian University back when it was Oklahoma Christian College, and then it became a yeah. university while I was there. And we had to take a Bible class every semester to be able to mm-hmm. go to school there. And one of those courses was called Prison Epistles. Yeah. And it was the four letters, uh, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon that Paul wrote from prison. Right. And it's, it's funny to me that those four letters that he wrote while imprisoned are really all about freedom. Like, right. They're liberating. Right. They're letters right. about how you can live this free and, and amazing life in Christ. And, and that course was taught by the late Dr. Avon Malone. Dr. Malone was an older man when I was a college student, and you know your your sense of age is kind of warped when you're a kid. I was 18; he might have been 40, <laughs> but he yeah. seemed old yeah. to me. But Dr. Malone had the New Testament memorized, yeah. and every end of every class, you could he would do a little thing called Ask Avon, and you could ask him a question about remember part of a verse somewhere, and he could quote it for you where it was, and usually in two two translations. <laughs> but he taught me something very important that's relevant here. Dr. Malone taught us. To zoom out, when you find a difficult passage, zoom out just a little bit and take it in some deeper context of the verses around it. And this is interesting because you said last week, last time we did this, when there's a therefore, what is that therefore, therefore, right? right. And there's there's usually a so that pretty close to a therefore. So to read this, again, I'm ESV now. Therefore, my beloved, as you've always obeyed, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And then the next verse... Do all things without grumbling or disputing, so that, here's the so that, that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. So the the reason we've been given this great gift, and he says God's going to do the work and and to will and to act in you to do things that please Him. And the reason He gave you this great salvation is so that you could shine like stars in the universe to help other people find their way in this dark world, right? right. So our job is to be light reflectors. It doesn't doesn't take any work for a reflector to reflect because it's not doing the work of providing the light. That's right. Jesus is the light. That's right. And so our job here, that therefore is therefore the purpose of helping us understand that we're working out our salvation so we can let other people see what freedom in Christ looks like. That's right. And, and think about, every, and every, and as I recall, in all of the letters that Paul wrote from prison, what, what, was, what, what else did he say? He talked about freedom, of course, but he was always going to come see them. Yep, I'm coming. I'm coming. So think about that faith. Think about all the things that happened to him. Yeah. Shipwrecked, arrested, beaten, stoned, left for dead, etc. I mean, all of the trials and tribulations that he suffered, but he was still coming back That's to right. see you. I'm coming. 
coming. Well, sometimes it was a warning, like, I'm coming. That's right. Here, watch out. <laughs> well, to the, straight to, to, to the Corinthians, it was a warning. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a guy on, uh, there's a guy on Instagram. He, he uses some bad language, but he's a big muscle-bound guy. And, and he, he walks towards the camera, and he says, you better go to the gym. I'm coming for you if you don't go to the gym. And that's what Paul sometimes reminds me about. Like, he, he's like, I'm getting out of prison. I'm coming to see y'all. You better get it squared away. Uh, and that, think, <laughs> and that's, that's an example that we have of course but the, what, what the main focus that we should always have is our own salvation that's right and it doesn't mean we're working for it but we're working on it and we're making and, and as you said and that, that's, a, that's a very good example of being light reflectors that's the whole purpose of it and that's why we must and, 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 this, and, and what's left of this month if you haven't done it already friends Examine yourself. That's right. Hold yourself up to the light. What Amen. do you see? Are you happy with what you see? Are you concerned about how somebody else may view you? Are you walking the walk and talking the talk? Yeah. Are you living the life that you've been called to live? And so we, we have a choice. And that's what this means. Work, work out, out to, to live. live. Work out to live. You, you, it, that requires some effort on your part. And so, and I understand that full well, and, and I'm sure that my, everybody that's hearing us understands it as well, that, that there, there's, there's, there's a voice there, there just perched on one shoulder is an angel and, and perched on the other so, shoulder is, a, is the devil or an agent of the devil. And he's, each one of them are reminding us of something. That's right. The angel reminds us who we belong to, and the devil says, or the agent of Satan says, are you sure? And what is our natural inclination? No. No. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because, because we, and I read something uh, not too long ago that really, really struck me, and I, I'm, I'm, I can't recall who said it, but um, a strong man is harder on himself a weak man is harder on others. Wow, that's right. That's profound. Mm. So, so what we have to do, and, and, and what I mean by being harder on ourselves, is sometimes we have to ask ourselves, I do it all the time, why did you say that? Mm-hmm. Why did you say that? You should say this. Mm. Why did you have that thought? And those, those are the things that are subtle. Yeah. And those are the things that don't leave you alone. No. And, some, and where does it start? When you open your eyes in the morning and when you close your eyes at night. That's right. Your little internal voice is going strong. <laughs> that's right. And that's why we sometimes can, if, if we can relate to waking up in, on any day, it's almost like a resurrection. Mm. We're waking up to a brand new day. This is the day that the Lord has made. That's right. Let us re- rejoice and be glad That's in it. That's right. Wow. So, ta- so the, the, and it's like looking in a mirror. And I often think of, of Paul's example of looking in a mirror. It's like a man who looks in a mirror and then we turn away and we forget what we look like. Yeah. Sometimes we might say, oh my goodness, I'm thankful. Or we may look in a mirror and say, who are you? But we are so thankful that God has blessed us. And, and we are among all people most blessed. But at the same time, 
we need we need to take a look at ourselves and and I would encourage our friends to read the book of Philippians. And I know and I know at this time of year um, we're looking we're celebrating the, the birth of Jesus Christ. And and the thing and we've said it before but he's the reason for the season but remember friends he's coming back. That's right. And why is he coming back? To claim his own. That's right. And I want to be I want to be one of his own. Yeah. I've always said that my my thought is and I say it to the Lord sometimes so just let me in the city limits. Yeah. I'll, I'll clean the streets. <laughs> yeah. He's got a place for you, Tata. You know, that reminds me, when you said that we should read Philippians, you know, friend, I think we forget sometimes that our source of power in this world, I mean, we have the Holy Spirit inside us, but Jesus said the Holy Spirit's job is to remind us of truth. And He can't remind you of truth if you don't know the truth. And you find out the truth from reading the Word of God. A.W. Tozer said, Satan's greatest weapon is man's ignorance of God's Word. Satan can't can't lie to you if you know what the word says. That's right. That's why Jesus was so successful during the temptations. Every time Satan said something to him, what did he say? He said, "Get behind me." Well, he said, "Get behind me," but he said, "As it is written, As it is this written, the yes. Bible says this. No, God says that. No, That's you can't right. tempt That's me with right. that because this right. is what God said. He knew the word, and he, and so I think taking Philippians, it would take you about." 30 minutes to read the book of yeah. Philippians. And maybe if you did that every day for a couple of weeks, you'd find yourself feeling a little more empowered when you ran across right. some hard situations. That's right. Because uh, Scripture, this is God talking to us. That's and right. prayer is us talking to God. That's right. That's and right. so that we have to keep the communication line open. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm Tata's <laughs> Apple Watch Siri said she didn't get that. We weren't talking to you, Siri. I know I did not. I didn't ask you anything. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to throw you a curveball, Tata. So I got an email from our friend Beth Maxey. Now, Beth's in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we've never met Beth in real life, but she writes in and is a great supporter of the podcast and, and uh, just constantly writes in and gives us encouragement. And, and Beth um, has gone through a lot of health problems and, and some struggles in the last couple of years. We've been praying for you, Beth, for a long time. But Beth wrote an email a few days ago, and I, I didn't tell you about this ahead of time, but I'm going to throw it at you now. She okay. said, anywho, Beth said, anywho, <laughs> I was just wanting to throw something out there for this for the show. I would like there to be a couple of minutes per episode of talking about one or two Tataisms, maybe <laughs> once or more a week. They're my favorite. I would love to hear conversations between you, Lisa, and Tata on that. So I'm going to ask you about a Tataism. Now we we talked about a couple of them already. We talked about sweeping out the temple. We'll bring that episode back. We talked about don't go down to Egypt for chariots and horses. You yeah. talk, you, all these things that Tata says. There's always a good reason for him. But one of them I want to throw out to you today is Tata frequently says, that was like putting the big pot in the little one. It's <laughs> like right. putting the big pot in the little one. Yeah. What in the world does that mean? Well, that means you take, you take something, uh, you, take, you make something out of nothing. You, 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 you take, you take a, very, it's a very small <clears throat> beginning and it may get larger. It's a blessing. Put the big pot in the little one. Yeah. So you made something bigger than it was. That's you, right. You, you made it more abundant. That's right. Or exuberant than or it was. Or made it better tasting. <laughs> made it better. Yeah, I've heard it in the context of uh, somebody 
with meager resources is able to make an, an amazing meal right. or, or do something remarkable with their gifts, yeah. even though they didn't have very much. They, they put the big pot <laughs> in the little one. That's right. I love it. That's a great Tataism. Well, Dad, this has been a great talk about Philippians, and, and I appreciate I really appreciate how you take your time to prepare these these thoughts and and I love the back and forth conversation that we have and it's just a you're, you're a real treasure and a, and a great resource for us and I'm grateful I know people all over the world um, are grateful and friend if you think about next year on Tuesdays with Tata send us an email Lee at drleewarren.com and let us know some things that you would like us to talk about you may have some scriptures you'd like to ask questions about or some questions for Tata mm-hmm. or, or something you'd like for us to pray about, and send us an email, lee at drleewarren.com, or if you want to send a voicemail, speakpipe.com slash drleewarren, speakpipe.com slash drleewarren. You can leave up to 60 seconds of a voicemail, and you could ask Tata a question, and we could put it on the show, and we could hear your voice. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, please tell us where you're from. We like to know where you're, where you're listening from. Uh, last count, we've got over 75 countries independently identified as having at least a few downloads. Yeah of the show, and we're grateful for that, aren't we, Tata? Amen. And I just, we just want to leave one thing. Uh, you know, we, we, we talked about this time of year, and we talked about this month, and, we, and, and we're referring to it as dry December. Yeah. And you say to yourself, well, we only have seven days left till Christmas. Yeah. Only? What if you just had one? What would you do with it? What would you do? We need to start with ourselves. We need to examine ourselves. Hold ourselves up to the light. Yeah. And be kind to ourselves and be true to ourselves. That's right. And when do we need to start? Today. We start today. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery. Dr. Lee Warren, .substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.